This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs, donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Valido. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And boy, do we all need winning combinations right now, and we've got a winning combination for you today, because I have the two, that is right, two award winners, and let's let's take them in chronological order. So let's start with the award-winning Rich Jekyll from Score. Rich, how are you doing today? Christopher, heart of hearts, nice to see you and uh, hear from you. All right. And we are doing this via Zoom, so there is some audio and video going on amongst us, even though we are spread out around town. And also, of course, now we have the newly award-winning Lucy Polito from SCORE on today as well. Lucy. Hi, Chris. Good to hear from you. Hey. Hope to see you soon. All right. And you can call her the rookie award winner. <laughs> that's right. Yes, I am just a rookie. That's uh, why. Uh, that's right. You know, I'm just learning uh, from the, the pro. Yeah. Right. All right. So we got a big show lined up for you again today. But once again, want to start out. Once again, remind everybody, Lucy, that Lee, that score is still doing business, right? Yes, we are. We don't stop. We are do business five days a week for now, anyway. Uh, until our office is officially open, and then we will continue with our Saturday uh, meetings also. But for now, we are open as normal from uh, 10 to uh, quarter to five, I guess. We're really ready to help everyone. Yeah, and what you can do is call or, of course, visit them on the website, but 420-48, I'm sorry, 407-420-4844 is the number to call. And yes, the, you have people standing by to answer these calls and help you out uh, via the phones, via you know uh, email. And Rich, you've also now started a virtual uh, coffee with a leader series, correct? Yeah, well, there's there's been multiple uh, virtual types of presentations, including coffee with the leader. But there's been some other webinars and. Other things are happening pretty quickly here, so it's coming along real well. Yeah, it's important that uh, people be on the lookout from uh, our website because we do have a lot of very good, very opportune uh, seminars or webinars, as, as uh, Rich is saying. So please uh, do review our uh, website. And, of course, SCORE is keeping up with all of the various changes as they are rapidly occurring. And not only do you have the local SCORE office, but you also have the national SCORE office, which is working hard to keep you updated with things going on. And, of course, go ahead, Rich. By the way, have you seen this on the the Spectrum uh, TV uh, cable advertisements? Yes, yeah, Spectrum is now partnering partnering with SCORE once again yeah. to keep you updated uh, as to everything happening and all of the resources that are available to you here in the community. And right. then the SCORE uh, websites, I'm going to give you two of them. The first one is the national website, and they have videos and seminar and the webinar things going on there as well having to do with the current situation as well as the, you know, library full of documents and and plans that you would need to start and operate a business. And that is score.org, score.org. And then for the local website, it's orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. Pardon me. And, of course, the phone number again is 407-420-4844, 407-420-4844. And when you go to the website, please sign up for the newsletter. And that way you'll get alerted as to the upcoming presentations and those webinars and things of that nature. And, of course, they're being archived at the website as well, as well as all of our radio shows. That's orlando.score.org. And don't forget, you also want them, where do you want them to visit and like you at Rich? I'd like them to like me. Yeah. On Facebook. (laughs) On Facebook. All right. So once again, SCORE is still operational, even though it's at a little bit further reach, but they are still there with their mentorship program. And tell them again, Rich, how much the mentorship program, uh, you you doubled the price since this uh, this mess started, right? 
Hey, you're gonna make me zoom this word. <laughs> yeah, I think the big F word. I think it's okay. Okay, it's free. That's right. The mentorship program is still, of course, absolutely free. SCORE is a nonprofit organization. And by the way, if you'd like to help them out, you can go to the website and find out how to make donations. And also now these webinars, they are all, most of, are there, is there a charge for any of those, Rich, for the webinars? No. So they're free, no, they're free as well. there has not been to date. Okay, so they are free as well. So, uh, you know, as I said, a great deal of information for you there to, to once again answer some of your questions. And if you can't find it, give them a call and talk to perhaps Rich or Lucy or one of the other great volunteers because they are still there on standby to help out. 407-420-4844. No bots, that's right. 407-420-4844. They are real human beings. That is a fact. All right, and uh, that brings us to today's guest. Um, she's never been on the show before, so we're going to find out a little bit about her and about Intentional Solutions, which is her business. So I'd like to welcome to the show today, Michelle Zink. Michelle, thank you for being with Hi. us. Well, thanks for thank being with us. Thank you for having me. You got it. <laughs> All right, once again, we're doing the Zoom thing, so it's going to take a little second here to kind of coordinate this. But the first thing we like to do, Michelle, is find out a little bit about our guest before we even find out about her business. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Are you from Orlando? I am not from Orlando. Um, I am from New Jersey. So I grew up um, in South Brunswick, New Jersey, which is right outside of Princeton. And I lived there until I was 18 and then um, came to Florida. So I kind of, I guess I've been here longer now um, than I was in New Jersey, but I went to um, Florida Southern in Lakeland, Florida, got a finance and accounting degree from Florida Southern, and then um, moved to Orlando after that, worked for a small company um, doing different aspects of accounting um, for a year, and then started my career at a company um, in manufacturing and was there for 21 years. So in between that time um, was their, uh, started off as their controller, or excuse me, as their accounting manager and then controller and then ended as their chief administration executive. Um, and in between that time, got my MBA from Stetson. Oh, okay. So you continued, good. continued your education along the way there. And I, yes. I, I, when you came down here, did you come down here alone at 18 or did your family move down here? So my parents were divorced when I was young and my dad moved down here when I was in middle school because my grandparents lived in Sebring, Florida. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so they moved from Princeton, New Jersey to Sebring and I would come down in the summers and at Christmas time and just love the weather. Like I love shine. Um, and New Jersey, if anyone knows up north, when it gets winter time, it's gloomy, it's dark, it's depressing. Um, so as soon as I was able to leave, I left and then my mom ended up moving down here um, when I graduated college. So I graduated college in 96 and she ended up, um, being able to leave a position and she moved down, um, to, to be in Orlando. So she lives close by now as well. Okay, good. Now, why did you decide to, to get out of what appeared to be a very secure job and venture out on your own? Well, I've always had a dream of owning my own business. That's the first thing. And then the second thing, I pretty much got myself out of a job. I've always been someone who's always striving for the next thing, always wants to grow and develop people. And I got to a point in my career um, with the manufacturing company where I was bored. I just was at a level where either I was going to run the business or own the business, or I needed to move on. And it really was just a, a personal decision that I couldn't go to work every day and not feel excited and not feel challenged. Um, and so I just decided that it was time for me to either go and work for another company. Um, but what I loved about the company I worked for is they always gave me opportunities um, to try new things. Like anything I thought of, they said, well, you can try it as long as it works. Um, and so I knew if I went to work for another company, they might not be as open to doing that. So that's why I decided, well, if I really want to take, you know, take on the ownership and really, um, you know, make a change. Why not I start my own business, you know, now? I'm in my mid-40s and I'm married and um, had been planning for it. So it seemed like the right time. Well, you said also that it was your dream. Were, were your parents, either of your parents, entrepreneurs? Where did the dream, where was the seed planted? So my dad actually was an entrepreneur. He um, worked on cars. So he, throughout his uh, life, had 
owned um, a car detailing um, shop in New Jersey. He owned a business where he worked on different cars. He actually um, used to, um, he would, he actually build a um, custom car and would show it around at different, um, different car shows up in New Jersey. And so I saw his entrepreneurial spirit and um, I've just always been someone too who likes to be in control. So okay. it was sounding kind of neat to like, um, even though I'm also someone who's very um, conservative from a perspective of taking risks in college, my nickname in my investment class was T-Bill because I was really nervous about, <laughs> you know, well, we shouldn't, we shouldn't invest in that stock and go with fake money. Right. treasuries, right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so it was a lot of talking myself like, hey, you've got all this experience, you can do this. And so it took several years for me to get the guts to actually do it. <laughs> Rich, is she typical of a lot of people who come into SCORE? In other words, that they've, you know, had a career working. Weird. What's that? Weird? No, is she typical of someone <laughs> who is, all right, be careful now. Is she typical of someone, in other words, people who are going through a change in life. In other words, they've worked 10 or 20 years in a profession or something and then decide they want to strike out on their own. You see a lot of that? Yeah, especially in the younger uh, the younger people. They've got that entrepreneur spirit. And uh, the entrepreneur spirit seems to be growing these days rather than receding. And, and during these hard times, that's kind of interesting phenomenon because you would think people would be more afraid, but here's a young lady that's right out there pitching. Yeah, indeed. We're going to have to take a break here in about a minute or so. When we come back, I want Michelle to uh, explain what intentional solutions are. Uh, it sounds like you like to be in control there, intentional solutions. <laughs> <laughs> but don't we all, yes. right? Don't we all? Yes. So we'll find out what that's all about. Plus, you want to give some tips, I understand, on working from home, is that correct? That's correct, yes. Okay, so we're, we're gonna take uh, take that up with Michelle Zink when we come back. By the way, in the meantime, if you would like to visit her website and follow sort of follow along as we're discussing it, it is intentionalsolutionscorp.com. You spell intentional solutions out and then C-O-R-P, so it's intentionalsolutionscorp.com. So once again, you can go ahead and access that website and uh, begin to check it out as we're discussing things here with Michelle Zink. And also, don't forget, while you're at it, go to orlando.score.org. Please do sign up for the newsletter there. That's orlando.score.org. And you'll also see the schedule of upcoming Coffee with Her Leader series presentations. And you can go ahead and sign up for those, too, because even though they're virtual, you say it's still limited seating, so to speak. Is that correct, Rich, for the Coffee series? Uh, for the coffee series, yes. For some of the webinars and stuff, no. Okay, for the webinars and stuff. Okay. Anyway, you'll find out all you need to know at orlando.score.org. We will take a break, come back on the other side once again with Michelle Zink of, an inten of Intentional Solutions. And please stay with us for more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Once again, this is the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination. And SCORE is there right now, actively helping people navigate through these troubled times. All right, so I do have Lucy Polito and Rich Jekyll, great volunteers at SCORE, along with myself, Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. Our guest today, Michelle Zink of Intentional Solutions Corporation. And you can visit her website at Intentional Solutions Corp. Dot com. So, Michelle Zink, you worked for a couple of decades as, you know, a, a corporate uh, person working up the corporate ladder. You got to a rung where you said, I want to step off into my own business. And did you start Intentional Solutions at that time? Yes. So when I was working for the manufacturer, I started um, figuring out what I want to do. I hired an executive coach and started probably a five-year journey on trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And so I actually started thinking about, well, back in the day, you know, what did I, what did I actually want to do when I grew up, when I grew, you know, wanted to grow up and things of that nature. So I started just playing with different ideas. I thought I might want to be a financial planner. I thought I wanted to be all these different things. I just started playing with different ideas 
um, and then landed on my own business. So I actually started the business while I was working full time. Um, so I actually um, would do coaching calls and, and do some work for my car at lunchtime. Um, and then I'd get up early on the weekends and do things and I would um, do work on the weekends. So it was definitely something that I planned and I didn't actually step out of my job um, until about a year and a half in. And I actually went part-time with the job for about six months before I stepped out. So what, it had been a journey. Well, what exactly is Intentional Solutions? What do you do? So Intentional Solutions, the, the reason why I landed on Intentional is because I'm very big on intentionality. I feel like um, when you are intentional, you're doing things that align with your core values and align with who you truly are. So I'm always asking myself, you know, what would be the most intentional step to take next? And so um, Intentional Solutions Corp focuses on um, business strategy. So I utilize the EOS system, our operating system to help businesses um, get specific about, you know, where they want to go and how they're going to get there, making sure they have the right people in the right seat um, and helping them deal with issues. Because that's a lot of things or a lot, a lot of things that companies don't do is focus in on their issues and try to solve them. So I'm really good with helping companies identify, discuss and solve their problems. Um, so I do business strategy. Um, I also do um, leadership development. So I work with um, different leaders on how to take their leadership to the next level. So I can work with um, leaders who have been in their positions for a while or leaders who are just new to their positions. Um, and then I also do executive coaching. So when I was, when I hired a coach, I really um, saw the value of her and how she helped me to see how my negative thoughts or thoughts that I was thinking were holding me back from achieving the things that I wanted. And so I've incorporated executive coaching um, and trained and have um, been doing that for several years and really love um, the coaching aspect of my um, company. Lucy, I want to ask you, because you were at American Express for a number of years, didn't big corporations like American Express and virtually all corporations do the things that Michelle is talking about in-house and now most of them contracted out? Yeah, and that is very true. Most companies do do that. Uh, and it's, you know what, it's necessary because sometimes you don't want to hear from your immediate boss, if you will, because you, you know, we all have an idea of what the boss really lacks or doesn't, you know, doesn't lack. So when you hear it from an outside organization, an outside person, you kind of take that a little bit better and it's more acceptable. And I think that's why a lot of companies do that, uh, because each company has its own, um, life, if you will, and, and they have their own goals. And when you have somebody who comes in from the outside and they see and they look at things, they look at things totally different. So they can really help the individuals and obviously in the long run, the company. So yes, that's it, a common thing, or it used to be at least. And I think it still is in large companies. Uh, sound right to you, Michelle, that it's the outside perspective that you bring that uh, helps make it work? Yes, I do agree with that. And the good thing too is with my coaching experience, I'm someone who comes in and sees things, but I engage in conversation. So I really need to find out before I even work with someone what their pain points are, what they're really looking to focus on, um, what's their biggest challenges, what they really want. Because I come in and I usually start off working with the owner of the organization or the person who's leading the organization. And so I really want to hear from them what their concerns are so we can really focus on that. And then once I build that established trust, then I can share with them. And I always ask permission. Can I share with you the truth? Um, and then I tell them what I see. So I'm not someone who comes in and just, you know, tells you everything and how maybe you can improve things. I really want to learn what the um, company and what the leader's perspective is so that I can help them to achieve and actually tackle their issues um, so that they can take their business and their life to the next level. Are they coming to you now for help in these troubled times? I do. I have a couple of clients that I'm working with right now, and these are clients that I've been working with um, for a while, and they have been coming to me mostly from a strategy perspective. You know, um, here are some things that are going on. Can you help us figure out, you know, how we should handle this? Um, and so it's been, um, you know, an evolution and people are doing things differently right now. Um, so yes, I've been able to help people. And then I've also um, started my own YouTube channel, which is something uh, during this time that I started that's new. So I can um, go ahead and share daily strategies for not only business owners, but individuals at home and how they can, you know, set their day up for success. Is that intent? Just to add something else. 
you know, when you have somebody from the outside, not only are they helping the employees, they're also helping management because sometimes management doesn't recognize some of the problems that maybe they even created themselves. So I think it's very interesting that you bring in somebody from the outside and looks at the whole picture, really. It helps a lot. One thing too, Lucy, if you don't mind if I add something, um, I've found is that my clients really, um, like the owners, a lot of times will say, I don't know why they didn't tell me that, why they open up to you. Yeah. And so a lot of times when I'm in, when we're in um, EOS meetings, we meet quarterly, we talk about like, what are the issues and people bring things up and they're like, well, they never said that to me. And I've found that with that outside perspective, when I gain trust and show them that they can tell me things and I'm not going to, you know, shout out from the rooftops that they can trust me, they really open up and we're able to really dig into those things they've really been thinking about and have really been problems and we can move forward and get solutions. And that's what I find too, is one of the main perspectives for my clients that they find that I'm that most valuable is that people start to trust me and they start opening up. And then I create this space where they can be open and honest um, and they can really solve problems that have been there that they just didn't even know about. Okay, Michelle Zink is our guest. Intentional Solutions is her business. IntentionalSolutionsCorp.com is where you can visit her. What What is your YouTube channel? You said you have a YouTube cast now. Yeah, so I have Intentional Solutions Corp. You can find me on YouTube. So I just created one um, right with my business. Okay, um, so, your, mm-hmm. so your channel is Intentional Solutions Corp on YouTube. That's right. Okay, Yes. so and you're doing this daily, you said? I am. Yes, I'm doing it daily. So it's a really quick, um, less, I'm trying to do them less than three minutes. So just a really quick one strategy that people can utilize and take action on that day. Okay. Like what? What? Give me an example. Okay. Well, today I talked about procrastination. And so I talked about the things that you're procrastinating about, because we all have things that we procrastinate about. And this morning when I woke up, I had a couple of things in my mind. And so what I did was I listed them out and then I put them on my calendar to do first thing. So my call to action was to think about the things you're procrastinating about and then either schedule them today or schedule them tomorrow morning and get them done. Because those are the things that like sit on our brain that cause us to not think clearly. clearly. So we need to get those things off so that we're fresh and can move throughout our day. So that was, today was procrastination. Well, you better look at that channel. (laughs) I woke up this morning and thought about all the things I did and didn't get a damn thing done (laughs) that is the reason why you need to look at that youtube Uh, that's right all right once again that's an intentional solutions corp on youtube and uh, speaking of you know procrastinating uh let's talk a little bit about these circumstances now because one of the things we wanted to cover today were some of the steps to take for for working from home because obviously right now a lot of people and most by no choice of their own are working from home. And before we get to some of the things that you should do, tell us a couple of things we shouldn't do as we're working from home. And I take it procrastinating is one, because it would be very tempting to, oh, yeah, let me go out and walk the dog. I'll do that after lunch. Uh, Oh, wait a minute, i got to get some groceries. I'll do it after dinner. It it would seem to be, especially for people that's new to them, it would be tempting to get into some bad habits right away. Is it? Yes. So when your brain tells you to sit on the couch and watch YouTube or to watch Netflix, don't give in. So that's why the big thing is to, you know, schedule your day out and and, uh, make sure that you're um, touching and creating the things that you want to create. Another thing that a lot of times happens is people during this time want to put their head in the sand. So they figure like, well, why should I do anything right now? Because, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Everything's uncertain. And that's the worst thing that you should do. Even if you just do one thing a day, like one thing moving yourself forward is going to be make a really big difference when it comes to when we get through this and moving forward in the future. So the big thing is do not listen to yourself. Your brain is going to want you to be safe. Your brain is going to want you to, you know, sit down and eat bonbons, but don't allow that to happen. Make sure that you, you know, set your intentions and accomplish something every day. Okay. Good advice. And once again, Michelle Zink is our guest and her business is Intentional Solutions, and you can find out more at intentionalsolutionscorp.com, and of course, check out her YouTube videos, and she's doing a new one every day, so she's got something to offer every day for us there. And 
We're going to take another break here in, in just a little over a minute or so. But uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the, the things you, you do want to do when you're working from home. And, you know, of course, as she just said, the big do, do, don'ts are don't become a, a couch potato and, and don't procrastinate. And because, you know, you, you need to try to do as much as you can to stay on basically on your game. Right, Michelle? Yes. Yes, well, because never the thing had is, a game. Well, well, we already <laughs> we know. We figure out what it is. Yeah, that's it, Rich. Right, but you were going to say something too, Michelle. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, you know, um, you're right. You can't just procrastinate or become a couch potato because the world's still moving, and so you need to determine how you want to still move. And so the worst thing you do is slow down um, and don't do anything. So. Exactly. And, and as you're moving, you'll be able to better adapt, you know, to whatever's to come next, because yes. obviously there's going to be some adaptation that's going to have to take place for just about every business, if not permanently, at least temporarily. So if you're just yes. sitting back waiting, you know, for things to happen to you, you're not going to be prepared to take them on as they come. So when we come back, we'll get into some more of the things that you'll want to do as you're working from home. And maybe if you'll be always working from home or if this is just a temporary situation. So once again, our guest today, Michelle Zink, IntentionalSolutionsCorp.com is her website. And don't forget her YouTube channel as well. And then while you're on the website, don't forget to go to Orlando.score.org and sign up for the excellent newsletter there. And don't forget to like Rich on Facebook. Yeah. That's Score Orlando yeah, on Facebook. All right. We'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, along with Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito, volunteers at SCORE. Our guest today, Michelle Zink of Intentional Solutions, intentionalsolutionscorp.com is her website. And by the way, at the orlando.score.org website, you will find information on the PPP loans and the EIDL loans and the, you know, the things that are being offered by the SBA and the government to help small businesses get through these times. So that's at orlando.score.org. Yeah. Go ahead, Rich. I'm sorry. There's a lot of changes that they need to be aware of. Okay. And once again, that's posted up as we speak at orlando.score.org. Michelle, you know, just real quickly, we, we spoke right before the break. You know, the things as people are working from home, don't do. Don't settle into the couch. Stay active. Set a goal. Do at least one thing a day. Don't And don't procrastinate as chores come along. When I say chores, I mean, you know, work-type things. Um, not not the, the, the honey-do list. <laughs> That's still for the weekend, right? So <laughs> when when you're working from home, what are some of the things you can do? Now, now say... I'm a person who's been working in an office environment for 20 years, and all of a sudden I've got to work from home. What what should I do? How should I set up my day? Well, the good thing is, is that I've really been thinking about this, and I myself have a um, daily strategy that I um, have created and mind changes, you know, frequently based off of the situation. But I put together an actual seven-step um, process that people can follow from working from home. And then you can actually utilize this even moving forward after this crisis. But the big thing is, is that step number one, you need to set your wake-up time and stick to it Monday through Friday. Hmm. So I found a lot of times people during this crisis will, um, you know, hey, I'm going to get up today at 9 or I'm going to get up today at 8 or I'm going to go ahead and go to bed at like, I've heard a lot of people not being able to go to sleep. So they don't go to bed until one or two in the morning. And so they're not waking up till 11. And so I find that during this time, in order to be productive, you've got to have a fixed schedule at least Monday through Friday. So for me, I get up every day at 6 a.m. and I start my day at 6. Um, so that's the big thing is to go ahead and just decide when you want to get up Monday through Friday and stick with it. Let, let me ask you um, this. Let me ask you this real quick. So say sure. I'm a guy that worked in an office and it appears as though I will go back to the office at the same time. So should I keep my schedule as though I were working from the office? In other words, try to get up at the same time each morning, eat breakfast at the same time, that sort of thing. Maybe allow some time that I would use to drive to work, that sort of thing. I would. 
And that's a great point that you bring up. Like right now, since you don't have to drive to work, you might be able to get up maybe about 15, 20 minutes later, because depending on your, you know, getting ready routine and the driving to the office space. But yes, I would continue to do the things that you used to do and be at your work desk the time that you're supposed to be starting work. So making sure that you're logging in, if your work time is at 8 a.m., make sure you're logging in and you're starting to work productively um, on your job. And that's why I recommend getting up a little bit earlier. And I'll share with you as we continue, like things I like to do before I even start my day to set it up. But yes, I would agree that you need to make sure that you're, you're starting your day right on time. And you might have a little bit of flexibility of getting up a little bit later because you don't have to commute or, um, you know, have to have to be in traffic to get there. Okay. All right. So that would be number one. What would be number two? Okay. So number two is do something that brings you joy and keeps you grounded first thing in the morning. So for me, I get up and right away I journal. And so I dig into that brain, see what's going on, um, ask myself some questions like, how am I doing today? What are some thoughts I'm having? And I personally dig into um, a more of an in-depth analysis of what's going on, making sure that I'm getting my brain ready for the day. What do I want to accomplish? Um, what are the results that I really want to get to today? And so what are some thoughts I need to be thinking? So I'll do about 20 minutes of journaling, and then I'll do about 20 minutes of reading a book. I'm always trying to learning and learn and grow. And so I always have a couple of books going at a time. And so I'll go ahead and do a, read a book in the morning. And so by doing that, that creates... Um, I just love to learn. It gives me ideas. Um, and then I always work out. So I always work out in the morning. Um, right now I've been working out, you know, a little bit after seven every day. Um, so this way I can, you know, not only did I do something for myself in the morning right away, but I'm doing something for myself working out and then I can be ready and available for my family. Yeah. You know, it it sounds like uh, Rich's typical morning there. He gets up and... (laughs) He lost me at getting up at six yeah, o'clock. He, he reads some Plato. He works out at the gym. Uh, actually, actually, what you're doing though is yeah. by 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 doing your journal and reading. You're engaging your mind. You're kind of getting it going for the day, and then you engage your body and get it going for the day. Uh, yes. Sounds like a pretty good way to start a day for for anybody, right? Yeah, and everyone can play with it. So my morning routine has kind of changed. Um, different seasons. I might do more things, less things. I used to meditate. I don't meditate anymore. I just do the journaling. So you can kind of play with, you know, um, what feels right for you, but really it's about what brings you joy and what makes you feel good. So I didn't tell you, but during while I'm journaling and while reading, I'm always drinking my coffee. So I get one cup of coffee in the morning and that really is almost like a big hug to get me started. Um, so it's really doing the things that you like so that you can be prepared for your day and be prepared to give to others. Like if you have a family or even, you know, just your clients, um, people at work, things of that nature. I see. I see. Um, all right. How about number three? So number three is download on paper everything you want to get completed today. So what you want to do is just take that brain dump. You're starting your day. Maybe um, if you're working from home and you're used to working in an office, you sit down at 8 a.m., let's say, and just write down everything you want to get done. And you ask yourself some questions, like, because sometimes you make it stuck. Sometimes it's very easy to flow. And I know I need to get these top three to five things done. Um, But things you can ask yourself there are like, what do I want to do today? What do I want to create today and this week? Um, What are the most important things I need to focus on today or this week? Um, What am I procrastinating on? Like I said earlier, and schedule those things. Um, What's the next best step? Maybe you're working on a project or maybe you have an idea. What's the next best step you can take that day? Um, and is there anything on my list that I can delegate or outsource? Um, well, yes. I'd be done by the time you got halfway through that list with my day. <laughs> but, well, see, that, yeah, so that's the thing. It's like maybe you, though, Rich, have right off the top of your head, you know exactly what you need to do and you need to focus on because you've been doing this for a while. Yeah. But some other people get very stuck in the weeds and like, I don't know what to do. Uh, I don't know. Should I do this? Should I do that? And I tell people, don't be confused. Just do something. Just it's concentrating at about 5 p.m. and it's I have to drink three beers today. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Oh, I'm not sure. But, but, exactly. Well, let me let me ask uh, Lucy and Rich: Are you getting any uh, re- requests or, or complaints or questions at SCORE uh, about employers who have had to have their employees work at home? but they're having trouble communicating or because it's such a new thing or, 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 or is anybody uh, bringing that to your attention? 
Not to me, anyway. I haven't heard that at all. Okay, no, no Rich, neither? No, no. I, I think it's more of a, you know, you know what you need to get done, and I'm expecting you to get it done, or it's your responsibility to get it done. And they're embracing this and, and feeling like, okay, I, to get through these times, I have to get what I need to get done, done. And so they're going around going along with it. All right. So the workers I'm talking about. All right. So Michelle, but let me ask you the question because you're working with some clients as well. Uh, for people that this is something new to them, uh, is are are there difficulties or does it seem to be happening pretty much flawlessly? People working instead of in an office at home. I think that um, you have some individuals that are just innately self-driven. And so they're just someone who gets up in the morning, makes sure they get things done, um, and they're doing fine. But I also know there's certain people who just innately like to be told what to do. And so for those individuals, and even myself, I'm innately, I like to do things and I know what I need to do, but I get off target a lot of times, you know, with things that are going on with um, the news and with, you know, when you're working if you're working for a company, maybe some new things that are going on, maybe some new projects. So for myself, I feel like you've got two camps. I think you've got one camp that just naturally gets up, focuses and does what they need to do. And then you have another camp who just needs a little bit extra help. So I think with this process that I've created, it's for both camps. Cause I do this for myself and I'm just someone who naturally um, sets my aim and goes for things. And it's really helpful for me to get focused. Okay. Um, so Set your wake-up time. Do something that brings you joy in the morning and perhaps get your mind and your body active. And then also make a list that you want of things you want to accomplish that day. And uh, and then what would be number four? You need to prioritize your list, right? Because you've got a lot of things that you you might want to accomplish that day, but you might not be able to do everything. So you need to put them in priority order. So I always take my list and say, what are the top three things I need to get done? I get those things done. And then I look at my list again, and then I reprioritize it. And I just keep on going from there. Okay, Michelle, I'd have to take a nap at that time. (laughs) (laughs) That's your number one priority to every day anyway. (laughs) That would be my number one at that point. Yeah, but. You can schedule it. You can schedule your nap. Oh, well, that's, you know, that's a big part of it. And, you know, a little power nap can actually be a good thing. Right, Michelle? Yes. Actually, I'm a true believer of naps. So I like to take an 11 minute nap whenever I get a chance. 11 Um, minutes. You got to time to 11 minutes. I have a friend who did some research and he says, he says that 11 minutes is the magic number. And so if I have a chance, I'll do that because I do find that naps do help you to, especially for me, my brain's always going. So it gives me a break to kind of reset, refocus, slow down a minute, um, and then come back to it and be able to finish my day with energy. Yeah, I I believe, uh, you know, Einstein took power naps. I know uh, Picasso, he would sit in a chair and hold a spoon in his hand. And when he would doze off, he would drop the spoon and it would wake him up. And that would be his little power nap. (laughs) It's <laughs> oh, a little tip for you. Where are you getting this from? No, I don't. <laughs> All right, but we do. If I take a nap, I mean, my naps are like forty-five minutes. If I ever take one, well, part you of, set your timer, Lucy. Yeah, you, yeah, forty-five no, minutes is too long. That's yeah, a good you, idea. you don't want to. You don't want to get too deep into sleep because it, it could mess up your sleep in the evening, and actually, you may wake up more tired than rested. It, right. it's, yes. it's odd the way that can work. All right. Not we, in my case. If right. I could sell sleep, I'd be rich. All right. Well, then, <laughs> well, if you get more tired, then you got to take a couple glasses of wine all right. and well, you repeat the process. There you go. Well, if you're inclined to take a nap, wait a few minutes because we're going to take a break and come back with more of today's What's the Score? And Michelle Zink of Intentional Solutions is going to give us some more tips, three more actually, uh, to yes. how to help you get through a work day at home. All right. So intentionalsolutionscorp.com is her website. Intentional Solutions Corp is her YouTube channel. And don't forget while you're on the web, go to orlando.score.org and sign up for the excellent newsletter there and look for all of the upcoming webinars and things to be offered. And don't forget, you'll also find additional information about the PPP loans and the idle loans and everything else. All right, we got to take a break, Rich. Hold that right there. We'll be right back with more of What's the Score. 
Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Once again, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito of SCORE, along with myself, Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries, your host today, and Michelle Zink of Intentional Solutions is our guest. Before we get back to Michelle, though, I once again want to remind you that in all times, especially times when people are, you know, really worried and and checking the news all the time, guess what is the main source they check for their news? The radio. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And with the Salem Media Group's great radio stations here in Central Florida with powerful signals and different demographics, you can get your message out to a mass audience and very inexpensively. And as businesses reopen and it becomes time to get clients to come back into your business, they're going to need to know that you're there. They're going to need to know that you care. And you can get that message across in the best fashion with your own voice or with professional voices and the professional help of the great folks here at Salem Media Group by utilizing the airwaves of radio and the Internet as well, okay? They have Salem Surround, which can help you with all of the social media platforms. So they got the whole package here at the Salem Media Group. You can talk to Bill Files. He's the station manager here. 407-618-1760 is his phone number. Bill's been in the business all of his life, as most of the people who work here, 407-618-1760. They make it so easy to do, even somebody like Rich Jekyll can do it for five <laughs> years, for heaven's sake. 407, Thank you for your support. It's 407-618-1760, and you could be turned into an award winner, too, by calling <laughs> Bill Files. And that's no joke. Radio is an effective form, the most effective form of mass communication. All right, so Michelle Zink, we were talking about people working from home, and and I'm pretty sure you've given out some some great tips for people who've been doing this for a long time, but obviously for somebody who hasn't done this, fairly new to it, these are great tips. Let me just review the first four, and then we'll go to number five. Set a wake-up time, and it should be if you're normally used to going to an office pretty much the same time as you would wake up as to go to the office. Maybe give yourself a few extra minutes for the drive time, but you want to stay on the same schedule. And then do something that's going to lift your heart a little bit and lift your blood a little bit. You want to engage your mind and maybe perhaps engage your body to get you tuned up for the day. Then make a list of things that you want to accomplish that day. And then, number four, prioritize that list. We'll say the top three. You accomplish those, then go to the next top three. And that brings us to number five, Michelle. What would that be? Number five is schedule your items on paper or electronic calendar. So what I like to do is I've got my list. I've got maybe my top three things that I want to accomplish for the day. Um, and then I decide how long I want those things to take. So for instance, if I know maybe I need a program that I'm working on, I decide how long I want to work on that for the day. So maybe I want to work for an hour. Maybe I want to work for 45 minutes. Maybe I want to work for 15 minutes. So the first thing is you have your items that you want to accomplish that day. You need to say how long you want to work on those. Then you want to go ahead and put them on your calendar. So you need to look at your calendar and actually schedule them in a time frame. So if you want to take an hour to work on a program, if you want to work on it at 10, 11, 1, like you need to go ahead and decide those things ahead of time so that you've got it scheduled. And um, all you need to do at that point then is to follow the schedule. Okay. And this, this is where it gets a little tricky because, you know, some things can run over and, you know, especially so, the naps. Yeah. Right. Yes. But uh, do you, I mean, if you're running over, do you just sort of push your, your list back or do you sort of have to say, okay, well, this is, I, I need to move on to the next, next tax task. I'm sorry. So the big thing here is to get to the point where you schedule time and then you don't go over. Then you just re, you put it on your list for the next day to reschedule it. Um, and that's where I come in with action step number six is to follow the schedule that day and note where things take longer or less time to complete. Because the goal is, especially with entrepreneurs, is we need to know how long things take us. And the only way we know how long things take us is for us to decide how long we want to work on it. Because if you're someone who needs to schedule calls with your clients, someone who needs to schedule appointments, you need to know with certainty that the things in your calendar are going to happen during those times. And so you just got to decide. So if you know you want to spend an hour today, 
you got to be really diligent and be really good about following your set times and stop. And then if you need more time the next day, just write it down. So, you know, well, I need a little bit more time. And so when you sit down at your computer the next morning, you already have some things that were left over from the day before that, you know, you need to schedule. Okay. And then that would bring us to number seven. So number seven is before you close out the day, break down the items you didn't complete and use a list as a starting point for tomorrow's download. So it's just really, really simple and um, very efficient. So it also shuts your mind off for the day. I know for myself and I know a lot of people out there who are entrepreneurs and business owners, our minds are going very often. And, you know, sometimes it's really hard for us to slow down all the ideas and thoughts. So what I like to do is sit down, write down the things that I need to put on my schedule for tomorrow. And so this way I can finish my day knowing that I've accomplished things during the day. I knew what my results I wanted to complete. I've got things that I've completed. And now tomorrow morning, I have a jumping off point and then I can start my list all over again. What are some things, you know, that I want to add and then um, create another productive day. All right. Let me ask. Well, these are Go very ahead. good points uh, that help you and uh, really allow you to be organized and create some discipline, which is what a lot of owners of businesses lack sometimes. So I think those are very good ideas. Thank you. All right, Michelle, let me ask you this. Uh, as you're you know, setting your calendar for the day, do you, once again, try to maintain the same schedule, assuming that you worked in a corp at an office and you're going to think you're going to go back to that office. Um, should you like have your breaks at the same time, have your lunch at the same time. If you video conference every day, do that at the same time, all of these things, should they maintain that same pattern as much as possible? I think yes, because it creates um, a system and it creates simplicity now you have to be flexible as well. So sometimes, you know, if you had your breaks from 11 to 11.15, but then your boss wants to have a meeting, of course, you need to be flexible with, with that and do it before or after. But I do think from a simplicity standpoint and to be consistent, if you can schedule similar like things each day at the same times, it just makes it easier on you. Also, should your workplace be somewhere that you don't normally spend time other than at work there? In other words, don't set your workplace up in your bedroom or your living room, that sort of thing. Well, I think during this time, too, no one uh, could have seen this happening. And so I think a lot of people might have homes where they don't have a special place that they can go. So their bedroom might only be the, the place they can go to. And if it is their bedroom, I, the only thing I would recommend is don't have it be like sitting on your bed and working. Uh, maybe set up a card table or, you know, um, maybe try to bring make in a, a, a corner of the room, sort of the office type thing. It, that's it, right. Carve your own space out. You want to have your own little, you know, nook and cranny in your home so that you can have that as your workspace. Yeah, I know like Rich has got a bar stool in his house for his workspace. But seriously, though, once again, you, you want to be working from home, but you don't want the home environment to be your work environment. Am I, am I sort of saying that right? That's right. Well, you want to be able to walk away from your work. And so if you have it in the middle of your living room, then it's always going to be a reminder because you're always going to be looking at it. So the right. more you can kind of carve out a space that you can go to and then walk away from the better you're going to be at balancing your work and your life while you're home. All right. Well, it can be two different rooms, you know, it yes. can be like, uh, I'll be in uh, my den for this type of thing. But then when I want to go have a beer, I go out to my patio right. or something like that. So it gives a change of environment. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Mental change of environment, even though oh, it's, right, it's still different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that brings up a good point, because I think mental, like when you're talking about breaks um, and things, um, Chris, cr breaks are so important. Like for myself, I can only, everyone can only focus for so much time and then you need to get up and step away from your computer. Um, I know for myself, I have a daughter at home. So we've been going outside, maybe riding bikes for 10 minutes or going on the scooter. Um, but if you're someone who's just home, maybe by themselves, maybe go for a walk, um, step away from the technology so that you can allow your brain and your mind to kind of slow down a minute and get recharged. Okay, 
Once again, our guest, Michelle Zink, Intentional Solutions is her business. IntentionalSolutionsCorp.com is her website. And Intentional Solutions Corp. is her YouTube channel as well. And once again, she's doing daily uh, tutorials, you might say. Daily, what did you call them again? Daily podcasts? Did you have it? Briefings. Oh, on YouTube? Yes. I'm doing um, daily strategy sessions. Strategy. So things you can actually put into action. Yes. Strategy okay. sessions. And, uh, and of course, at YouTube, they're archived. Aren't, aren't your shows archived there as well? Oh, yes. You can go there and watch all of the ones I've done so far. I actually just taped um, day 23, strategy number 23 today. So, yeah, you can go and look at all of them Okay, if you'd like. All right. Cool. And, I mean, once again, that's Intentional Solutions Corp. on YouTube. Uh, so we only have a couple of minutes left. Is there anything else that you wanted to, to put out there for people working from home while, while you have a couple of minutes? Michelle. Well, I wanted to make sure that everyone knows that um, Pamela Rogan, my marketing person, went ahead and set up where um, anybody who's listening to this call can go on my website, intentionalsolutionscorp.com forward slash daily actions. And they can actually get a one pager that lists the seven daily actions to create a productive, productive week. So everything I was talking about, you'll be able to get it on a one sheeter and then reference it throughout, reference it throughout your week. Because the big thing is, is that we need to practice this and because it doesn't come naturally. These things don't come naturally. So the more we practice it, the more we um, you know, figure out where we need to make some adjustments, the better we're going to be. And then this is going to help you when you get back at the office because you're going to create and produce habits that are helping you at home that will also help you to be more effective and efficient in the office. So I really would love for people to go to my website and again, forward slash daily action so they can have their one pager, print it out, put it on their desk. So it kind of reminds them of the things um, that they need to do each day to create that productive week. Um, and then also, if they can go to my website and scroll down, you can join my um, mailing list. At each week, I sent off a weekly newsletter um, that has a blog and podcast that I do. So every week I produce um, a blog and a podcast, and it's called The Strategy Corner, where I share more strategies on how to take your life and business to the next level. Okay. That is IntentionalSolutionsCorp.com forward slash daily action for the seven steps. IntentionalSolutionsCorp.com forward slash daily action. And then scroll down and sign up for the newsletter at IntentionalSolutionsCorp.com as well. Well, Michelle, I want to thank you for being Chris, on the show with sorry. us today. Yep. Go ahead. Sorry. One thing I was going to say, the um, it's plural, the daily action. It's like with an S on the end. So it's daily actions. I just okay. want to make sure people be able to get to it. Sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's okay. IntentionalSolutionsCorp.com forward slash daily actions with an S. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, Michelle, thanks for being on the show with us today. We'll look forward to having yeah. you back in the near future. Did you nap? Well, this is... What's that? I didn't nap. Did you nap at all during the show? <laughs> well, let, No, but I did take one before the show, so right, I was good. ready and prepared for you. All right, well, all that's right, going to have to do it. So if you'd like to take a nap, folks, you can do it now. So until next week, <laughs> that's it for What's the Score.